Hi, this is Louis Gossett Jr. You're listening to TV Confidential. We are talking to Paul Green. Paul's books on film and television include Pete Duell, a biography, uh, the story of Pete's life to the people who knew him best, his family members, and close personal friends. Pete Duell, a biography, features more than 60 photographs that have never been published before, plus was recently updated with a new forward by actress Belinda Montgomery. Pete Duell, a biography, and all of Paul's books are available through McFarlandPub.com, Amazon.com, TheVirginianTV.WordPress.com, and wherever books are sold on Line. You have worked on this book off and on, both with the first edition and with the revised second edition. You worked on the story of Pete Duell's life off and on uh, over a period of 20 years. What first interested you in Pete's story, Paul? Um, well, I'll be, I'll be truthful. and It was his death that, um, that I found totally frustrating. Um, baff- baffling, I'd say, more than frustrating. Baffling and... Um, so there I am as a 16-year-old kid in, in England, a fan of these um, TV shows. I would, I'd been a big fan of The Virginian. Um, uh, that, that was the, the major uh, Western that I was a fan of. And then Ailey Smith & Jones came along, and um, the, the pilot episode featured James Drury and Jeanette Nolan, two stars of The Virginian at the time. Mm-hmm. And I could see then that this was obviously the start of a new era where The Virginian was fading out and Ailey Smith and Jones was was fading in and um, and so there was like melding the two by in, having, the, having the stars of one show into the you know introducing it in the pilot of another show and then I saw Frank Price's name who had done the Virginian and then he was he was on the as the executive on the pilot and so I thought well yeah this is um the start of a of a new era so i became interested in ailey smith and jones because i just saw it really as a follow-on from the virginian and and the the pilot episode was 75 minutes and i thought oh this is going to be a 75 minute show like (laughs) (laughs) that interests me a lot yeah and uh, i was really disappointed when it ended up being a 50 minute um weekly tv show because um the production values of the tv show were never as high as the pilot because I was quite impressed by the pilot and that pilot still shown today um, I watched it again a, a few weeks ago on one of the cable stations and it still holds up it's, uh, it's got a nice light feel to it and it's, it's amusing and uh, then, uh, then the weekly series came along which seemed to be a bit heavier in tone a bit more serious Yes and no. I mean, it was it, it it was serious in some respects, but it had. I know this both from talking to you on the program and also in revisiting Alias Vincent Jones when I revised my Maverick book a couple of years ago. Uh, there were a lot of elements of Maverick in Alias Smith and Jones. Uh, Roy Huggins uh, re repurposed some of his Maverick. Stories in Alias Smith and Jones, and and I don't know whether Pete did this deliberately or not, but th- I mean, he came as close as anyone to capturing the essence of Brett Maverick as James Garner played him. I mean, a lot. Of, I mean, there's only one James Garner, and there's only one Peter Duell, but he 
came as close to matching Garner. Not that he was trying to match Garner, but he came as close as anyone. Yeah, well, it's interesting that, that because Glenn Larson, who I talked to, um, obviously he's, he's passed away now. May he rest in peace. Um, he was at great conflict with Roy Hawkins over the direction of the weekly show because in the pilot, um, he he had more of a Butch Cassidy, Sundance Kids feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, more more of a um, more of a I don't know. <laughs> there wasn't a leader as such. I mean, it, it was Hannibal Hayes and Kid Curry, but Hannibal Hayes was a bit more. Um, befuddled in the pilot if you know what I mean he was yeah. one of the gang and he was a leader but he could still make mistakes mm-hmm. and um, um, but in the in the series he became a lot more um, like a maverick character like you say really street smart and um, a definite leader and uh, I, I just thought that as Glenn Larson wanted it to to remain more of um, a Butch Cassidy feel to it whereas uh, Roy took it in the direction of Maverick. And I think the practical reason for that, and I don't remember whether this is covered... Yeah, in, well, Sue. <laughs> well, well, no, well, it was... Well, well, the, well there is that. There, there, there was that. They well, wanted, the threatening of a lawsuit. They, yeah, they wanted to avoid a lawsuit, you know. Uh, but also, I think... I think... I don't remember whether you covered this in Pete Dula biography or your biography of Roy Huggins, but... Larson had never produced a show before, and so I think they wanted a veteran. They wanted the veteran hand of Roy Huggins guiding that ship. That's yeah, that's right. Um, um, I think Frank Price had discovered Larson, and it it put him to work on "It Takes a Thief." Mm -hmm. And um, "It Takes a Thief" um, was a very successful show with um, Robert Wagner, and had a had a light-hearted, almost. Not Smith and Jones, but he did, he did have that undercurrent to it. So he, um, he was good at that sort of light-hearted stuff, Glenn Larson. So then he then they shoved him onto um, the Men from Shiloh, which wasn't that was Virginia's final season, and he did the Trampers episodes, which, in my opinion, were not, were not good. Uh, he didn't have a feel for the character at all. He just misunderstood the character of Trampers very much. But that almost served as a, as a sort of um, uh, thing for the Ailey Smith and Jones as well, but uh, they both had, they, they, you know, they, it was this co- these comedy episodes. So um, Larson, no, I'd never actually produced an entire series, so maybe it would have been too much of a gamble to give him Ailey Smith and Jones um, as as an executive producer. And um, but it was often at odds with uh, Roy Huggins. Well, as that th- that is not that is not unusual. I mean, as I, I've 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 talked to a number of people who, who who worked with them, and they either they, they either were receptive to his ideas because they realized he had a lot to offer, or they clashed with them because they had their own style. And, uh, and if you look at Pete Jules' early interviews, to get back to Pete Jules, sure. Um, if you get look, if you look at Pete Jules' early interviews, um, he does um, even in midsummer where he's got a midsummer break, he just says, "I've had a hard time getting a handle." on um, the character of Hannibal Hayes. He, he says, I think I know what it's all about, but he's still getting a hard time getting a handle on it. So um, sometimes I think maybe the, the the maverick touch was something more or less enforced by by Huggins rather than Pete Jewell consciously taking it down that path. I think it's perhaps was under the 
the control of like the John Thomas James scripts and uh, and there are a few as you know publicity photographs where the hat is is on the back is is on the peak of the um, the top of the head in in a in a, a publicity photograph that actually mimics um, James Garner's pose. Uh, there is a, a, a poses of um, uh, Pete Jewell mimicking, mimicking that, and that wouldn't have been under Pete Jewell's direction. That would have been under the direction of, of um, the publicity department, who were consciously making that effort. You can now purchase T-shirts, mugs, caps, hoodies, wall clocks, and other gifts with the TV Confidential logo from the official TV Confidential merchandise shop. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com forward slash merchandise or cafepress.com forward slash TV Confidential, cafepress.com forward slash TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.